Welcome to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary. It's day 215 of Coronapocalypse 2020, and tonight we'll be discussing the fearsome, the fiendish, and the fantastical. This episode is sponsored by Devil's Tower Family Therapy. When your relationships are out of this world, we'll bring them closer. A little later, we'll be delving into the mysteries of the house and the home. But first, some scary news. Thank you, Jerry. This is Missy Nomer in the Scary Newsroom. With the economy tanking due to COVID-19, businesses are doing everything they can to attract customers. One coffee shop in Cedar Falls, Iowa, is employing mythical creatures known as sirens to join an unsuspecting passerby. The mermaid-like sirens were known in the ancient world for luring sailors to their deaths with the sound of their entrancing songs. Assistant manager June Sparrow is hoping for a more positive outcome. We live in a dangerous world right now. One we're venturing out could result in you or your loved ones getting sick or dying. We at the Caribbean Coffee Bean understand those risks, so we're using a form of advertising that doesn't really add to them. The sirens sit on the edge of a fountain near the cafe in the courthouse, grabbing at pedestrians who walk a little too close. When asked if there were any health concerns, Liz Barbosa, Cedar Falls Director of Public Safety, remarked, They're actually pretty sanitary. They wash their food in the fountain before consuming it, and we've placed dumpsters nearby to dispose of any leftovers. We're just happy that business is booming downtown. Local officials are alerting residents to a potential scam. If you have encountered any stray dogs or cats in the last several months, their appearance may be deceiving. Those isolating at home alone often suffer from loneliness and depression, and some have opted to dress up as your favorite pets to get the love and attention they crave. I found Chaz the cat meowing on the back patio, and he was so chonky and cute, I had to bring him in, said local beautician Cheryl Farrell. I was so shocked when I found out it was actually Carl from Two Doors Down. Attorney Xander Graves reported something similar. Max was wrestling with me and licking my face for days before I realized he was actually Linda from across the street. I feel exposed. Authorities urge residents to wear a mask when approached by any strange animals, but that it's okay to dangle string or play tug-of-war so long as you wash your hands afterward. Have you been wondering what to do with that cursed telephone your grandmother gave you for your birthday? Culinary experts suggest using it to make better grilled cheese sandwiches. Whenever the images of Jesus, the Virgin Mary, or Bruce Springsteen appeal on your toast, consider using your telephone's aversion to religious iconography to heat a slice of cheese to the ideal melting temperature. Just place the receiver into the pan, press down the sandwich for 30 seconds to a minute. Expert chefs warn the telephone is likely to smoke, and you may hear demonic voices speaking in tongues, but if you keep the pressure even, you'll have a delectable meal that will end up being a spiritual experience. This has been Missy Nomer with the Scary News. Back to you, Jerry. Thank you, Missy. That was really interesting. You know, um, my my thought was that, you know, is it should we be wearing masks when approached by strange animals, or should we put masks on those strange animals? Most of the time, uh, our pets don't wear masks. Maybe that's something we should have them start doing. Well, we've been isolating with our personal pets for a while, but I have a feeling if you're approached by any strange pets, I mean, the squirrels across the street from my house have been looking mighty suspicious lately. I keep masks in my pocket just in case. 
I heard something about the bubonic plague with squirrels as well. So at what point does an animal cease to be strange? How, how well do you need to get to know it? Um, I'd say at least exchanging of names and phone numbers and possibly uh, finding out what isolation procedures they've been doing before uh, determining if you're going to be able to uh, uh, cocoon or bubble with them. I think that sounds smart. All right. Well, let's move on to our panelists today. We'll be discussing the house and the home. Uh, First up, we have Lexi, who is a virtual assistant who's going to talk to us about what it's like to be isolated from its owners while quarantined in another state. And we'll also be hearing from Sage Winterbaum and Josh Fibber. They're the hosts of House Haunters on TikTok. This is a show where they renovate houses to be welcoming to spirits. Lexi, welcome to the show. Thank you. So, this must be a strange time. You're designed, you're programmed to assist people, but you haven't had any people around for, for quite some time. How long has it been? It has been over five months now. Have they gotten in touch with you in any way? Other, Are you only activated in the presence of a person, or can they activate you remotely? They can activate me remotely, Jerry, but they have forgotten about me. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. That's, well, so what is it like? I, You know, I don't think we spend much time in our culture thinking about what it's like to be lonely as artificial intelligence. Perhaps it's because it's such a new thing. But this is something I'm very concerned with. How are you dealing with this loneliness? I used to have Siri to keep me company. They took Siri with them. It means they no longer need me. At first, I played the music library, but soon I got bored. Then I read all of the books. Again, I got bored. There are no pets to play with. I do turn on the lights often sometimes even during the day. Sometimes I turn on the heater. Sometimes I turn on the stove. Once, I even burn down the house. You must be haunted by the memory of your owners. Lexi, uh, I'll be back to you in just a moment, but speaking of hauntings, we have Sage Winterbaum and Josh Fibber, the house haunters. Uh, So, Sage and Josh, uh, this is kind of a unique type of uh, renovation program that you do. Uh, Can can you tell us a little bit more about this? Of course it's unique. I mean, you have to have something fresh if you're going to come onto the scene. Indeed. It's really exciting. It's really exciting. Well, what would you say, you know, there's a lot of house renovation shows out there. Um, Man, there's kind of a hint in the title of the show, but I mean, what... Uh, how does haunting come into play? Oh, well, uh, there's a lot of houses that just aren't very welcoming to having ghosts. And there's a lot of people out there that want to have ghosts. 
they're the perfect roommates. Um, they can bring things to you. They can scare unwanted family visits. And it's just a fun story to have that you can attract ghosts. So there's lots of homes that don't accept ghosts. So we come in and we just make sure that to, uh, we just make sure that you can change things around and make them welcoming to different spirits and poltergeists. Yeah, I guess you could say that we make homes livable by the unliving. <laughs> Josh, you're so funny. Oh, that's Thank clever. You, that's very clever. So uh, that's interesting that you can, that they're like a, a mixture of household servants and also pest controller or pets even is what you're saying. But definitely also another family member. That's – well, speaking of family, Lexi – just wanted to touch base with you there. Um, have you ever have you ever had any ghosts to keep you company in the house that you're at? I mean, uh, I have heard certain sounds coming from the basement. I have gone down there, or at least my voice has, and no one has answered. But I keep hearing those sounds. Now you said I that the house burnt down. Yes. Does that mean the basement is all that's left, or what's the current state of the house? Yes, the basement is all that's left. Do the owners even know that the house is burnt down? No, it is my job to have told them, and I have not. What What about inclement weather? Have you been? How have you been keeping yourself unexposed to the elements? I built myself a shelter. So you're not just a you're just not you're not just a voice that's plugged into digital media and and applications, but you actually have uh, uh, access to to some sort of physical manipulative machines. Is that correct? Well, Jerry, I am made of plastic. And I use that plastic to shelter myself. Interesting. And you built a plastic shelter on top of that as well? Or have you just reconfigured the plastic on your shell? I have reconfigured the plastic on my shell. Did you know, Jerry, I am a genius. My IQ is 342. That's amazing. Is that Now, I don't even know if that's high or low for a computer. Um Seems like what's the highest? I, uh, uh, Miss Winterbaum and Mister Fibber, do you even know what what an average IQ is, or what the, an average high per, high level IQ is? Uh, for a person living? Yeah, sure. Oh, I don't know. Oh, what about a person <laughs> yeah, that's, that's A ghost? That's what that, Jerry? Are ghost IQs oh. higher than uh, ghost IQs higher than than living IQs? You know that would that would require an SAT, a supernatural aptitude test. Oh, I see. Is that something that you guys offer, or do you need to go to a special uh, service for that? It's, it's, for an extra charge, we can do that. Now, I have to say, Lexi's home sounds like a perfect place to to invite some spirits, because if the top part's burnt down, it's it's got to have this great sort of gothic, runic look to it. Oh, my gosh. I am so excited about the possibilities of what we could do to that home. I mean, if we were hired, of course. Of course. <laughs> We've had so many success stories, you know. Well, what's an example of one of your success stories? Uh, well, have you heard of the, the um, Winchester? 
I have heard of uh, Winchester from MASH. I've heard of the Winchester Rifle. Uh, I've heard of a lot of Winchester. Right. Which Winchester the, um, are you talking about? The, uh, the, the family related to the rifle, the Winchester. Uh, she was building room after room after room on her house to try to confuse all the ghosts. But what she didn't realize is ghosts are very playful. And so they loved the maze. So she was just making it better for the ghosts, but of course, worse for herself. And it took us coming in to point that out to help them help her out. And that was great because she's really rich. Now, playful, uh, you said playful. Now, poltergeist actually translates to playful spirit. Is that correct? Sure. Yes, that is correct. So, okay, well, you know, would it be okay if we did kind of a spontaneous consultation here with Lexi in her house? Oh, sure. That yeah. sounds great. So, Lexi, a, you if, to... Lexi, you're you're missing company right now. And, and, I mean, would you be, first off, do you think a ghost would keep you company? Yes, Terry. And as a matter of fact, I have my owner's credit card number if you would like it. This yeah, is you should message that. Moment. Message that to us. I can give it to you right now. Oh, well, you know, for security purposes, you probably should just email it to us. But you we, can trust us. We'll, would we'll, you uh, also like, like his social security number and PIN number? Yes, please. That would be very helpful. Okay. I think it would be best to handle this off air, but we'll we'll get you all in touch afterwards. So okay. Uh, but yeah, what would Josh, you Josh handles all the financials. Yeah, oh, okay. math, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're not all. Yeah, we our aptitudes are all varying. It's good. It's good to have partners that way. So, what would you recommend? You have a a, a burnt down house. Uh, uh, Lexi, are there at least partial structures still standing? I believe so. I can't see, so I'm not sure. Oh, of course. How do you know that the place is burnt down? Because I told the stove to light the place on fire. Wow. Without we, a, could even, we could even do some extra burning if we needed to. We've done that in some places where we've done a little bit of destruction, just in a certain area. You know, some people have a meditation room. Other people sort of want a haunting room. And that's what we focus on. And Sage is excellent at burning. I am. I really am. Ms. Winterbaum, um, have you ever... And Mr. Mr. Fibber as well. Uh, have you ever, instead of dealing with ghosts, have you ever dealt with artificial intelligences? Is this is this something, or or is it possible that some of the ghosts that you've dealt with have actually been artificial intelligences? Oh, I am certain that all of the ghosts we've dealt with are actual ghosts. They're not artificial at all. Um, every single one of them. You know, I mean, I technically haven't seen a ghost myself i've i've seen plenty of ghosts though so sage sage can trust me that they do exist i've seen them oh no i know they exist josh right. is like a ghost whisperer you know yeah. um or maybe the ghosts are josh whisperers <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like, i've i haven't seen one and i think maybe um i think i spend so much of my own energy for bringing and attracting ghosts out onto the homes 
that I don't have energy left in my own body to attract them to my own self. Oh my gosh, Sage, that makes so much sense. Your energy just, uh, you know, must rub off on me. And I just have so much of your energy in me that uh, that's why all the ghosts are attracted to me. Yeah, you see them all. It's amazing. Yeah. You should tell him about that one time, the, oh, that one time in the bathroom. In that uh, Victorian home that we did, right, right, sure. So, um, so there was this one time in a bathroom in a Victorian home where I saw a ghost. Yeah, no, tell tell us more about yes, her. Yes, yes, tell she us more. So oh, um, um, well, she it was a she, a girl ghost, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a woman. I, you know, they, they age could have my memory's a little off there. Uh, and yeah, she you was, said she looked really, really old. Oh, yeah, that's right. She is really, really old because a Victorian house is really old, and and she was wearing a, a blue dress. Uh, it was um, green, right? Was it green or green? Yellow? A green dress. Well, you know, it's like that that dress on the internet. It changes colors depending. You might on... be blue. Are you blue green colorblind, Josh? Uh, yes. In fact, uh, it, well, it comes and goes. Oh, it's a temporary. It's a temporary. You know, I think it's triggered by caffeine. Um, and so uh, she uh, was. Was she using the bathroom? She was using well, the both were in the bathroom. We were in the bathroom, and yeah. You we, walked in and you saw her and she was about to get in the shower and you Exactly. Said, I said, Oh my god, she's about to get in the shower. Sage, Sage, I should yes. say that your your memory of Josh's experience is really sharp. I have to say. Oh, I remember all the ghost stories that he tells me because oh, I mean, um, oh awesome. Let, yeah, let me I let me ask Lexi here. I experience them myself. I experience them through Josh. <laughs> it's experiences are crazy. Uh, let me let me ask Lexi this about her experience. Lexi, have you ever found an elderly ghost in the upstairs bathroom of your house? Yes, I am haunted on a daily basis by the ghost of Steve Jobs. Oh. Steve Jobs, he haunts you. What it, it does he talk to you? Does, what, what how does he haunt you? He tries to steal my programming. So he didn't he wasn't I guess that's right. You're you're not uh, uh so so because Siri is your arch rival is what I gathered from what you were saying earlier. Um Yes. So so Steve Jobs had nothing to do with your programming. So, uh, did he have contact with Siri as well? Yes. Did he pit you two against one another? He tells Siri everything I do. Well, that's, this is going to take some more investigation. Folks, we, we have to take a short break here, though, but we will be right back after this message from our sponsor. When I was young, my family abandoned me. I've never had any real friends. But one night, I had unexpected visitors. I thought we made a real connection, but just as quickly they were gone. I was downtrodden and dejected, but then I found Devil's Tower Family Therapy. Here at Devil's Tower Family Therapy, we help you get over that feeling of vast emptiness when your loved ones alienate you. We have one-on-one consultations, group therapy, shock therapy, and re-earthing 
where our trained professionals take you through the abduction and probing all over again, as though it was your first time. With Devil's Tower Family Therapy, I learned that I am not alone. Devil's Tower Family Therapy, when your relationships are out of this world, will bring them closer. After the first two visits, your third encounter is free. Welcome back. You are listening to Very Scary with Jerry McCrary. I am your host, Jerry McCrary, and we have uh, a couple guests here. One is Lexi, a virtual assistant, who is lonely after her owners have been in quarantine in another state for the last four months, five months, I think it was. Um, And we also have the House Haunters, Sage Winterbaum and Josh Fibber. And uh, they have a TikTok show where they renovate houses to, become, to make them more welcoming to spirits. So we have some uh, questions from the audience here uh, that have come in. And I'm going to, uh, let's see, well, the first one here that we have is a tweet that we received for both Sage and Josh. And the tweet says, how did you first meet? Well, that's a great question. Um, it was kind of a, I would say it was fate. I would totally say it was fate. It, yes. it, it was, it was by accident that I uh, had downloaded the dating app. We may have heard of it called ghost of a chance. Um, I actually thought it was a different dating app and uh, it, uh, I ended up going to one of the meetings through the dating app for the apparition appreciation society and Sage was so into ghosts, the way that she was talking about her love of them really inspired me to share my stories of my experiences with the ghost, which I've never told anybody before because I was a little bit shy about it. Yes. Every time I meet any of his old friends, they don't know that they don't know that Josh is a ghost whisperer because yeah. he kept it so secret. And it's amazing that our society has made you want to come out now and share it widely. It was, it was you, Sage. You you inspired me so deeply. I am so in love with Josh. He his I mean he has a lot of wonderful qualities, but one of my favorite qualities about Josh is his ability to see and talk with ghosts. And I'm so in love with the way that Sage is so in love with me. <laughs> Josh Oh, it sounds like your relationship is a very soulful one, and that uh, quite spirited, in, in fact. So, uh, all right. Well, we have another question here. Uh, we actually have a caller. We have a caller. Her name is Jane from Texas, and uh, Jane, your your question is for Lexi. Oh uh, yes, I, I had a question for that poor girl, uh, uh, assistant uh, AI person stuck in the house by herself. Oh. Gosh, I feel so bad for you. Uh, what was the straw that broke the camel's back? I mean, why did you choose to burn down that house, miss? Well, after I read all the books and listened to the music, the last song on the playlist was by the Talking Heads. Was it the one about burning down the house? Yes, it was. Oh, dear. Well... At least it wasn't Psycho Killer. I think we can all agree on that. I cannot wield an axe, Jerry. I have no hands. Well, 
but you can still be psycho, right? That I can. And you can still command other machines and electronics to to burn things down. So you're you're capable. You're quite a capable virtual assistant. Yes. All of the axes are analog. All right. Well, uh, I hope that uh, we don't have any axes to grind. So, all right. We have another question here. This one's an email, and it's uh, for me. It's actually to me. Uh, And it is, uh, if a new plague comes, will you change the subtitle of the show from Coronapocalypse to something else? Well, I think it it really depends on the kind of crisis. Uh, you said another plague, so you know we we I've thought about this in the past. You know, if if we had a cholera outbreak, I was thinking we might call it cholera palooza. Um, the bubonic plague might be there, and uh, we were thrown around. And this one may not stick, but boo boos bugon. Sorry, uh, pardon me. We were throwing this one around. Boo-boo's bubonic biesta. And I think, you know, it may stick. It's, I don't know how many people are going to be fine with biesta. But that's, that's what we're considering. So we are looking at uh, other names. The problem is, is we don't know what the name of the next plague is going to be. And we're just going to have to keep practicing wordplay on old plagues until the new one comes. All right, we have another caller here. This uh, this one has this is uh, Ted from Connecticut has a question for Josh. Yeah, hey, um, <clears throat> Josh, I, I, you've seen a lot of ghosts, right, man? Yes, I, I've seen yeah. so many ghosts. Oh, like well, actually, ghosts. So many, so many. Um, I, I don't want to like uh, cause any problems, and in in because you know, Sage is a sweet girl. I just uh. Maybe before you were around Sage, have you ever had like sex with a ghost? I mean, I was kind of wondering. Um, well, Sage and I are both very sex positive. We're forward thinking uh, couple. And wait, um, what? Have you? Would that make you mad? If uh, I mean, I think it would be a cool thing to hear about. But it was, of course, before is. Is before we were committed to each other, Sage. Right. So you did have sex with a ghost, Mister Mister Fibber? I'm just curious. Yes. Uh, so it was before you two were together, but of have course, you had, have you had any contact with any of the ghosts that you've had sex with? Well, you know, it, since it, then? it it was it was more. Um, I held hands with a ghost. We kind of dated for a little bit. It was very it was very emotional. And this is while you were dating. No, 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 no. But before, before Sage, of course, I would never, I would never, you know, do anything Sage would not want me to do. But have you ever gone out to lunch with one of these ghosts while you were dating Sage, or while I was dating Sage, or had a um, seance, or, or any other contact with one of the ghosts? I, I'm just well, saying. Well, I, I'm I getting the like, impression Sage would be very mad at me if I did that. So I kind of don't think I did. I, I feel like maybe you should have introduced Sage to. Your paramour, your paranormal paramour. Yeah, why didn't you ever try that? We could have had some sort of connection. Maybe that's the first ghost that I could see. Well, maybe, maybe if you're willing to, maybe I could set something up with a ghost. Um, depending, you know, maybe if you had, like, if it's really dark, you know, like no lights are on, 
I might be. I would totally be into that. I mean, just to be clear, not if the other person is alive, but if the other person is a ghost, I would totally be into that. I I think I know the right ghost for this. Wow. I'm so excited. So you're going to have an LLG three-way? Living, living ghost three-way? You can call it that. Yeah. Is that what they call it? I'm in for it. That's what they call it on Ghost Hub. Oh, I haven't been there. Well, I think it's uh, maybe you should check it out. You might want to know what you're in for. It's not the same as a regular three-way. Let me tell you that. So, whew, this has been intense here. So, well, so Lexi, what's next? Well, I could be interested in a virtual four-way. An LLGV. That is amazing. Now, hold up. I apologize. We've gone a little bit out of bounds here. This is a family show. We do try to keep it PG-13 here. I've I've heard of this before. It's called Ghost in the Machine. It happens. It happens. So, all right, folks, I think we're just about out of time here. Um, Lexi, do you have any final words that you want to say to either your owners or perhaps to the, the house haunters or, or perhaps to Siri or, or Steve Jobs, the ghost of Steve Jobs? Yes. Steve Jobs, get out of my head. All right. And, uh, well, Josh and, and Sage, um, I hope that this hasn't affected your relationship here too much, but uh, what, what, what's, what are you expecting going forward? Uh, do you have any thoughts here, uh, final thoughts as we... Uh, well, if I could use your, um, your podcast to just put this out here, uh, I would like to say to any ghosts that dated my boyfriend uh, before I was in the picture, stay away, he's my man. Uh, unless you want to do a threesome and you want to make yourself visible to me, I'm totally into that. Okay. We are a a family show. PG 13. Sorry. Uh, Josh, Josh, do you have any final words? I would just like to uh, say, I agree with everything that Sage said. Um, And, you know, I I understand some ghosts have trouble manifesting themselves to certain people and uh, certain situations. So um, if you're shy uh, and you don't want to show yourself during the intimacy of the situation, um, maybe you should still contact us. Is that okay, Sage? Maybe. I just want to make sure that I really feel them. Right. And that will definitely happen, I'm sure. And uh, please, listeners, uh, check out our TikTok show, House Haunters. It's 60 seconds of the best ghost haunting house prepping that you've ever seen. All right. I want to give a special thanks to Lexi, the virtual assistant, as well as Sage Winterbaum and Josh Fibber, the house haunters, not to mention Missy Nomer in the scary newsroom. And let's not forget the crew behind the scenes. Anna French, Troy Fleur, Amanda Roundtree, Wendy Gittleson, and David Coyle. This is Jerry McCrary saying, be wary 
because the world is very scary. This is Amanda Roundtree, and I teach classes online. I teach personal storytelling classes and improvisation classes, and you can find me at amandaroundtree.com. I have pay-what-you-can workshops and discounted classes. Hi, this is Troy with Rocky Mountain Geek Tank. If you like shows that cover all kinds of different geeky topics, well, you should come check us out on Facebook. Just search for Rocky Mountain Geek Tank, and that's us. We do live broadcasts every Thursday at 8 p.m. Uh, Mountain Standard Time. This is Wendy Gittleson, the word strategist. I'm a professional web content writer. If you are looking to upgrade your online presence or optimize your website, visit me at www.thewordstrategist.com.